live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, Grand Valley. It's a good day here. Hey, we're here, and that's a good thing. 7.07 on the Watchdog Morning Show. 64 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 61 degrees at the Highlands. 60 at Poolside in Elm Grove. And 62 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Clear skies with maybe some spotty afternoon rain possible uh, today. Highs will be 85 today. 88 tomorrow, 90 on Wednesday, and into the 90s the rest of the week. Bob Slider, I think, uh, I couldn't tell if it was dew or mist or what was on there. Frost? It could, couldn't be frost. We didn't hit f- freezing. Uh, the back windshield needed a little defrosting this morning. Yeah, it was, uh, well, I don't know why. I'm, I shouldn't be shouting. I've got the job, right, Howard? I should not be shouting. Uh, seems like Am I really shouting? Hot. No, I don't know what's going on. It sounds like we're out of, you get a little feedback here right, somewhere. Where is that coming from? Okay. We'll figure it out. But, uh Maybe. Is that you? <laughs> Could be me. Could All be right. Me. Could be me. Uh, yeah, we haven't yeah. done this for a while. We haven't. I'm, I'm, I'm out of sync. And, man, did I miss it? I missed it. Uh, but uh, I'm concerned uh, getting ahead of the game. We have uh, two big remotes that we are looking forward to. Thursday, Don's going to be down at the uh, – Donnie Gilbert's going to be down at the uh, Grecian Festival, which he sometimes refers to as the Grecian Formula Festival. We'll have to <laughs> make sure he gets the memo that that's not what we're doing. And then Friday, Howard, we're doing our big gig – uh, at the Italian festival from uh, 12 to 5. And I just, man, I'm just kind of concerned about the weather. I'm just looking. It's going to be hot, hot, hot like the old very, days. Very, very hot. Yeah. Remember those hot days? Oh, Italian you just can't festival? hardly stand it. But yeah. I'm, you know, I, we can deal with the hot. Yeah. It's just the, the thunderstorms, I hope, uh, stays away. Yeah. It looks like Friday might see a little bit of rain. We'll see. We'll see. Adam's by a little bit later on this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. The uh, Powerball jackpot had to hit a billion and then one person hit it. So that's done. Mega Millions is now for tomorrow night up to $820 million. Or if you take the uh, one lump sum payout, it is uh, $422 million. Now, I am telling you this for a reason. (laughs) Okay. We've had a lot of people asking in the last week where we have been, what happened. I did not have a heart attack. Bob did not go to Bora Bora, as far as I know. Monday night last week. I'm having a sound sleep, but my sleep is interrupted by a dream. I have a dream. I don't want to steal from Martin Luther King. I had a dream. It was more, it was a premonition. Do you ever, I just, I felt it. I could feel it in my bones. And it was, as the Powerball ratcheted up closer to a billion dollars, I felt in my bones we were going to, I was going to win the Powerball. And I called Bob and I said, Bob, listen, I know you don't want, you told me you don't want the billion. No, so if no. I get the billion, I'll give you ten million or something. There you I'll, go. I'll, so you have enough to, you know, and, I'll, and we'll. I'll, so I felt, I felt so strongly that Bob and I decided not to come into work anymore. That's pretty strong. Howard. We said, I, I'm, gonna, "I'm going to win the Powerball, so I'm not. We're not. I'm just not coming to work." Somebody won. Yeah, well, that's the problem. It wasn't me. I don't know what that was. It might have been gas I had. I'm oh, not geez. sure. <laughs> But it was not a premonition. Of so here we are. So, so here, here we are. Actually, that's not really true. Uh, we had some internal things that had to be dealt with, and so we took care of them. And it was like day by day, we we're trying to figure out can we make it tomorrow. Poor Adam Fike and uh, and uh, Bob Westfall, TV Seven. Every day, I'm going, yeah, we're not on tomorrow. We're not on tomorrow. I had a 13 guests I canceled last week, and to move around different guests I had scheduled to move them all around. But it's okay. But we are here now. Here so we are. We are here now. And we're ready to go. Listen, I what I do want to say in all seriousness is I really appreciate how many people texted, called, posted on Facebook their concern for us. Now, there were some who said, thank God you guys are finally gone. They but, finally wisened up there at the watchdog. But but really and truly, we got a, I mean, a huge amount of people concerned. And again, Howard, it just I shake my head because people are reaching out to me. Uh, you know, I, I have a public number uh, calling me on the landline. I don't know these folks. Concerned. Did Howard die? Well, no, Howard did not die. <laughs> Howard is okay. Uh, well, why aren't you guys on the air then? What's going on? Hot rumor was that we uh, we jumped ship, Howard. We Move went somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's not, that's, not, that's not true. No, so we're back to business, and we have a lot of stuff to get into today. Uh, what are we doing today? Uh, we're gonna, I want to get right into, in a minute or two, the U.S. Senate race, because there's a lot of stuff that happened. Just little tidbits from the U.S. Senate race. Mansion, Justice, Mooney, Trump. 
all in the U.S. Senate race here in West Virginia. We'll talk about that coming up in a minute, including a poll on how the mansion run for presidency could, could affect the presidential race. Next hour, most of the hour devoted to Moundsville, the mound town. Rick Healy, the city manager, coming in, and so is the uh, Moundsville mayor, Sarah Woodshaw. So we'll have some fun talking about what's happening in the mound town. It really seems like Mount. I've said this about Wheeling all the time. I think we've got problems with the streets, but the streetscape's underway. Things are really looking good here in the city when things get turned around. Moundsville is really, I mean, they're, they're two thumbs up. They, they really are, uh, especially this time of year for me. I love going down and just hanging out. And, uh, you know, this is our busy season, Howard. Uh, shortly, I'll be spending days down in Marshall County. It's kind of like uh, uh, Marshall County, Moundsville is like Wheeling's uh, country cousin. You know, you, you get tired of all the, uh, the traffic here and all the repair work going on. You want to get away from that, just go south of Marshall County. And uh, it's kind of like Mayberry down here, Howard. And uh, so we'll talk about it. We're talking about everything that's Moundsville next hour with uh, Rick Healy and Sarah Woodshaw, the manager and the mayor. The manager and the mayor on Monday. Wow, very good. Oh, it's alliterative. We've got that. And then in the final hour, every time we get another report about UFOs, you know, the military issues a report or Congress looks into it. And even when they say things like, we have no reason to believe they're aliens from outer space, everybody starts saying, oh, do you think they're aliens from outer space? Why is that? Dr. Barry McCovey is going to join us. He's a professor, a psychologist and psychiatrist, and he said, or not psychologist, sociologist. And he says that there's something inside us that makes us want to believe that there are people up there trying to contact us. So we're going to talk about UFOs and what in our psyche drives us to always think they're creatures from outer space. And it was a Barbenheimer weekend this weekend. A what? Barbenheimer. What the hell's that? Barbenheimer. Gigantic movies this weekend. The Barbie movie. Oh. Hit a record, an all-time record for the box office. Now, I'm a little confused here. Which one has the hot sex scene? Is it Barbie or the, uh, what, what's the other one, Howard? You know, <laughs> it's hard to believe. It's hard for me to say this. Oppenheimer is go. the one with the hot sex scene. I'm not going to say it's hot. I don't know. But it is a lengthy, graphic sex scene in Oppenheimer, which, of course, is the movie about um, uh, Robert Oppenheimer, the father of the, uh, of the atomic bomb. So it, it did very well as well. So the two of them combined, see, they're called, they call it Barbenheimer this weekend. So I've got numbers for you. We'll get to all of that coming up a little bit later on this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Now, our phone lines are open, 304-232-8255. Our text line is open, 304-214-1600. They are, of course, as always, the Frio Stack auction service phone lines and text lines. Feel free to use them if you would like to. We'll get things underway with uh, some look at the U.S. Senate race, among other things, coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 715. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On Tuesday's edition of the show, we'll keep you updated on what's going on in Major League and Minor League Baseball. Dave Bryan will be here to talk about the Steelers. And Tom Bryan joins me at 5, plus your calls, texts, tweets, and are out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold in Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold in Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. 
Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. I want to be around to pick up the pieces when somebody breaks your heart some somebody twice as smart as I I love the phrasing in this uh, AP article that I'm reading about the death of Tony Bennett he was the last of the great but saloon singers and that's that's what a great line that is. I mean, that's exactly what he did. Tony Bennett, dead at the age of 96 over the weekend. He had 70 albums, 19 Grammys. And what's interesting about the Grammys, all of his Grammys he received after he was 60. He received them after he was 60. I can't think of anybody who spanned the generations the way Tony Bennett did. He grew up in the crooner era. He was friends with Sinatra. In fact, Sinatra said, I've got a Sinatra quote that I like, too. Uh, Sinatra said, for my money, Tony Bennett is the best singer in the business. He excites me when I watch him. He moves me. He's the singer who gets across what the composer has in mind. So he grew up in the crooner era with uh, Sinatra and those kind of guys. Um, kind of faded away for a little bit and then came back uh, later in life, much later in life, um, uh, and rec not, not recreated himself. He really didn't change. Uh, he was just found by a whole new generation, Bob. Yeah, and that's kind of crazy, the whole MTV thing that I really didn't get into because I already knew who he was, Howard, you know, yeah. because you, you know as well as I do. Uh, back in the day, if it was uh, really hot on an Italian festival, you and I would have found a dark bar, and this is exactly what we'd have been listening to. Exactly. You know, this is what we would have been listening to. His final album was in 2021, and it was called Love for Sale, and it featured his duets with Lady Gaga. Yeah, it seemed like they really hooked up. Uh, you know, I she's 96, though. Everybody's sad, sure, he's gone. He's and one of the last. You know, and he maybe was only, the last. Actually, I don't have the date here. It was just a day or two away or maybe a week or two away. He, he was about to turn 97. So what an incredible life. Uh, and, and what's amazing about him, again, I've been, I've been a fan since I was a little boy. <clears throat> An incredible artist. Did you ever see his paintings? He goes by actually, Tony I Benedetto. No, really? Yeah, I did not know that. Incredible. This guy was, I mean... God, when he created him, just was really, really kind to, to Tony uh, Bennett. And again, uh, a talent that certainly will be missed, but a talent that will live on through the ages simply because, what did I say, 20, uh, 20 albums, 19 Grammys? Yeah, so needless to say, that's our bumper today. We're going to pay tribute to the great Tony Bennett. It is uh, 719 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, 64 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 61 at the Highlands, 60 poolside in Elm Grove, and 62 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Clear skies. Highs today will be 85, 88 tomorrow, 90 on Wednesday, into the 90s later in the week. Uh, we've spent an awful lot of our time here on this show. Sometimes folks say too much time, but I don't think so. Talking about the U.S. Senate race in West Virginia. We, it is the seat currently being held, of course, by um, uh, Joe Manchin, uh, who we don't know if he's running for re-election or not. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, the big battle is between uh, Alex Mooney and uh, Jim Justice for the Republican nomination there. Although there is a third candidate in that race, Chris Moore. He was scheduled to be with us on Friday, unfortunately. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> yeah, but he will be re we'll re be rescheduling him. He calls himself a super MAGA candidate. Super what? MAGA. You know, make America great again. Ah, Trump, okay. a super MAGA candidate. Probably lost you a little bit with that one, didn't he, Howard? We'll have a good conversation, he and I, when he gets <laughs> when he gets here. Um, of course, one of the big questions now, Bob, and we've talked about it over and over again, in the Republican primary, primarily Mooney and Justice. I'm sorry, Chris. It really is primarily Mooney and Justice. Is what is Donald Trump going to do? What is Donald Trump going to do? CNN says that Trump talked to Mooney and said he's going to probably endorse Jim Justice. That's not a great surprise. But oh, man, that's a kick in the stones. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Way to go, Trump. Uh, but he, uh, he says he will probably endorse Justice. There's a family connection there. There's a personal connection there. Uh, Justice turned Republican at an event with Donald Trump. Yeah. So he, will he, Donald Trump, is likely to support given, uh, Governor Justice over Alex Mooney uh, in that U.S. Senate primary 
I'm sure he'd be watching the numbers, Howard. If Mooney somehow <laughs> jumps up in the polls and the numbers, it'll be, you know what, he wasn't so bad after all. It could be, but that the latest numbers we saw had him way, I mean, way justice, what, I, I, don't quote me because I'm doing this from memory, 59, Mooney like 19, something like big that. Big gap. Big, big gap. Now, the big question still is, what about Joe Manchin? What's he going to do? He continues to say he hasn't made up his mind. I believe he hasn't made up his mind. I don't think he knows for sure. Um, so, he, But he did last week go to New Hampshire and spoke at an event sponsored by No Labels. No Labels is that group that's trying to consider the possibility of a third-party presidential candidate, and Manchin is, his name is being bandied about as a possible presidential candidate on the No Labels ticket. Now, Manchin said in New Hampshire last week, that this has nothing to do with presidential politics. He just was supporting No Labels. Manchin has always been a part of No Labels. He was one of the original founders of that group. I don't know founders, but he was one of the original members of the group No Labels uh, maybe a decade ago or so. So, um, but when you're in New Hampshire and your name is being talked about as a presidential candidate, even in this very nebulous term, you can't help but think, He's got to be giving it serious thought. And I was thinking, Howard, you know, I, over the weekend, I'm not in the loop like you, but I heard there's more indictments coming for, for, for former President Trump. You know, he's not out of the woods not by bit, any, no. any stretch. So let's just say something's going to happen. I'm a firm believer something is going to happen. we got over a year. Something's going to happen. If you take Trump out of the equation, let's say he just has to, has to fade away. To me, that third party is pretty strong now because of Manchin's name. If it shakes out that way, I, I, th I think he's right in there. Uh, to me, because I'm not sold on any, on any of the Republican candidates, and quite frankly, I'm not sold on any of the Democrats other than maybe Biden. I'm not sold on him, Howard. So I think it's an open field. Well, in, in some ways it is, and of course that's the problem. Uh, at the moment, I have a new poll here, which was, I was going to get to later, but it's a good time to do it. A new poll out. I think this is uh, Gallup. Hold on. It's one of the big pollsters. I want to say Gallup. Um, most Americans say Donald Trump and Joe Biden are not fit to serve another term. So what's that do for Joe Manchin? I mean, but I don't. I just don't think the third party can can mount enough of a campaign to make that work. But can he make a, a run at it? Yes. Could he make a go of it? I mean, could it make a substantial showing? Yes. I've often said with Manchin, the question I think that's got to be running through his mind. I don't know this. I'm not the Manchin whisperer, Hoppy Kirchhoff is, but I think that Manchin's got to be thinking, if I run for re-election, it is going to be the hardest, re especially if Jim Justice is the candidate, it's going to be the hardest re-election battle of my life, and I've got a good shot of losing. He only won by a few percentage points last time over Morrissey, so he's got to be thinking, uh, it's going to be hard, and I could lose, do you want to go out that way? I don't think you can win the presidency, but would you rather go out saying, I, I took a principled stand that we need a third point of view, and I ran to carry that banner forward? Probably going to lose there, too, but is it a more noble way to go out? I, 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 if I'm a mansion, i got to be thinking that. And again, in the back of my mind, you take Trump out of the equation, again, it opens up. Listening to you, Howard, do I think if, if, if the stars lined up, and, and, and again, Trump wasn't a factor. Could Manchin maybe beat Biden head to head? I, I think maybe he could, Howard. I, I, I do. I think it's likely. No, but who knows? W w all those years ago, when Trump's name first came up, we didn't think that was likely either. Yeah, it true. wasn't likely, but it happened. Fifty-five percent of Americans say Biden is not should not be reelected, but fifty-three percent say Trump shouldn't be reelected. So both of them are sitting in the. Now, there was a new poll done, uh, a different poll, asking this question. If Jim or, uh, if Joe Manchin were to become part of the no-labels ticket and were to run for president on the no-labels ticket, how would that impact the Biden-Trump race? Because there are a lot of Democrats who are trying to tell Manchin, don't do this no-labels thing, don't do the third-party presidential candidate thing, because uh, if you get in the race, you'll muddy it up enough to let Trump go over the top. But the new poll that's out, again, I should have done my work on this, um, Monmouth, and they're, they're a good polling group. They say that President Biden would beat Trump in the presidential matchup even if Manchin is in the race, that Biden would still beat Trump, that Manchin would not take enough votes away from Biden to, uh, to 
to, for him to uh, for Trump to, to win. I'm not sure I, be, I agree with that, but this is their polling numbers show that. After the last polling fiasco, I don't know what to believe either, Howard. I, you know, I, I just I really don't know what to believe. It is. I'll tell you somebody who must be a little bit concerned about Joe Manchin. Who's that? Donald Trump. Because I got I'm on the fundraising list from the Trump campaign. All right. So I get their fundraising letters, giant letters. If we had the video cameras up, I could show you here the video cameras. Joe Manchin wins presidency. Giant letters. It's in a fundraising email from the Trump campaign. That could be our reality, Howard. You talk, talk to me by name here. It says that in the email. That could be our reality, Howard. Lately, Joe Manchin is considered throwing, throwing his name in the ring for president after being Biden's yes man in the Senate for the past two years, after voting for legislation that's cost jobs in West Virginia, and after flip-flopping on issues, Joe Manchin is now considering a run for the White House. We need an overwhelming response from patriots like you to help us stay alive in the campaign. So... The Trump campaign's got enough concern to at least send out a fundraising letter. Well, I, I believe this, Howard. I, don't, I think you'll agree with me. I, th I think history has shown us that the third-party candidate never wins, but he has uh, the, the third-party candidate has a, has a big influence on the overall uh, the race. You know, uh, you look at it. So some people think that uh, Ross Perot is, is the reason that uh, George Bush, the elder, wasn't reelected. They, they blame him. I, I, we talked about that before, Howard. It, it, it does change things. There were at least two. There's a third one. I can't. Somebody has to help me out on the text line 304-214-1600. At least two third-party presidential runs in my lifetime I can think of. Back in 1968, George Wallace ran, and he made a huge difference. In fact, next week I'm talking to the author of a book called uh, "The Year That Broke Politics." He says 1968 was the year that broke politics because of that race. George Wallace was no question. He was a spoiler in that race, uh, and then Ross Perot, as you point out. Just going to open up the hood of the car, tinker a little bit, going to just tinker a little bit. Um, I, no question that he, he impacted that race as well. So third-party candidates, I don't think Joe Manchin or any third-party candidate right now can win the presidency. But they can have an impact. And again, Trump's sending out an email. And by the way, I, I believe I'm right on this, and if I'm wrong, I, I apologize to Elgin McArdle. I think the state Republican Party also sent out a fundraising email on this possibility of, uh, of Manchin running for uh, president, trying to raise some money. One thing uh, Republicans are good at, and I must say Democrats too, whenever there's an issue out there, find a way to turn it into money. You know, Tr Find a way to scare people, you know, and that's what Trump is trying to do here. Manchin could win the presidency. Oh, my God, you want Joe Manchin to win. And that way you turn it into winning an election. So uh, it's a story we'll continue to follow quite a good bit as the uh, story develops of the U.S. Senate race. Manchin. Could he run? Will he run? Re-election? Presidency? Justice? Mooney? Chris Moore? Who's going to win that race? Justice seems to be the far and away favorite so far. Uh, Hoppy uh, Kerchival, uh, who comes on at 10.06 today and every weekday here on the Watchdog Radio Network, um, did a commentary uh, last week on this, uh, on why the Democrats are scared to death that Manchin might actually try to run for the presidency, and Democrats don't want him to run. But again, this more recent poll that I have here in front of me suggests that it, that even if Manchin runs, Biden still beats Trump. You know, your point about polling certainly is true, Bob, in the last, well, not the last presidential election, but two, two elections. The record. Hey, there goes that ABC. Those ABC guys are back again. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. We're talking about how wrong the polling was when, yeah, uh, in when Trump ran the first time. Yeah, uh, th that was just so far completely off base. Uh, so I, I'm always with a little bit of skepticism about about polling, um, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And Mooney is so far behind, I don't know, I, justice in that race, and then it becomes a mansion in justice. We will continue to follow that uh, quite a good bit this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, uh, next hour coming up, we're going to talk with the Moundsville city manager and the Moundsville mayor together here in studio. And we're looking into outer space, Klaatu Parado Nikto. What if we meet aliens from outer space? Why do we have a desire to say every UFO, surely it must be an alien from outer space? A uh, professor will join us to talk about that. Um, and as always, your text and your calls, 304-232-8255, 304-232-TALK, Stack Auction Service Hotline, or 304-214-1600, Stack Auction Service Text Line. Got a couple of texts coming in. 
And not everybody's glad that we're back. I'll share some of them with you coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Stock up with great deals at Menards and cleaning supplies. Same big on Simple Green All-Purpose Cleaner. A 32-ounce spray bottle with gallon jug for up to 44 refills. It's just $7.99 after 11% off. Assorted sizes and counts of drawstring trash bags are only $2.48 each after rebate. A 100-count pack of vinyl gloves is just $6.99 after rebate. Good through July 30th, savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. On the last talk line on Metro News, WVU President E. Gordon Gee. Can you foresee any possible circumstance where Bob Huggins would return to WVU as a head basketball coach? No. No, none. All right, that's pretty definitive. Keep up on what's happening in West Virginia talk line. Weekdays at 10.06 right here on this Metro News radio station. We'll talk to you then. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Are gonna clear up, put on a happy face. Brush off the clouds and cheer up, put on a happy face. Take off the gloomy mask of tragedy. It's not your style. You'll look so good that you'll be glad you decided to smile. Holy cow, he was good. Man, why was he good? Put on a happy face. 734, 26 to the hour. 64 at the airport, 61 at the Highlands, 60 at the poolside in Elm Grove, and 62 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Full forecast coming up in a handful of minutes. Adam Fike will be uh, with us uh, coming up. The text line is open, 304-214-16. And repeating again, Bob and I both got a lot of, I guess I would call them concerned texts and emails last week, right? Yes, yes, very much uh, concerned, especially, you know, is, is Howard okay? Uh, yes, Howard's okay. Uh, well, what's going on? Why aren't you guys on the air? Uh, text line, are you guys, this is from, some of these are from last week. Are Take you a guys, deep breath, Howard. Are you guys off? A bug at the station? Uh, no. Nah. Uh, hi, is everything all right? Yeah, more or less, <laughs> you know, more or less. What day was that? Uh, I don't know. I just I just moved away from it. 3042, yeah, it depends on what day it was. 3042 uh, From Friday, I guess it was, the 19th, was that Friday? Oh, geez. No. Well, whatever it was. No, Friday was the 21st. Okay, so middle of the week. Are things okay? Are things okay? Again, these are people asking questions. Um, and, of course, this one, because not everybody has to be so happy or concerned for us. So so sad to hear you didn't retire, Howard. was hoping you would pass the mic to the Pine Room Boys and Bobby. Wow. Now, <laughs> I don't mind that you think I should retire. And I will be brutally honest with you, after a week of just kind of not getting up in the morning and coming in here, <whistles> did that thought run through my mind a lot. What bothers me is that they've actually got my replacement. These, these, this guy has got my replacement in, in, in mind already. Yeah, and I appreciate you thinking of me, but uh, you better ask the Pine Room boys about Bobby. I don't think they need Bobby. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything else here off the uh, text line? Uh, Mr. Monroe, it's your good friend, Ah, A-B-E. Abe. Abe. Anyone but Elliot. Mr. Monroe, during your recent absence, the City of Wheeling's Diversity and Inclusion Administration did not invite county commissioners or local union leaders to the recent visit by Cabinet Member Pete Buttigieg. 
This was not an innocent oversight. Hypocritical leftists that preach inclusion rarely practice what they preach. Tick-tock, tick-tock. They will all soon be gone from office. Sincerely, ABE. You don't agree with that, Howard? Well, first place, the I don't know where they got the list from. The invitation, because I got an invitation, and I felt bad. I really wanted to go to the round table, but a we weren't on the air, and I was just relaxing. And b, uh, Buttigieg took a walking tour. Went to work for me. <laughs> the walking tour was not going to work for me. But the uh, the invitation came from Buttigieg's office. Now, again, I'm not going to argue with Abe. Maybe maybe they got the list of people to invite from the city, but. Um, I have to ask Randy Wharton, or Randy texts me, did you guys get an invitation? Did it offend you? Were you not invited? Or local union leaders? I I, I only know what ABE says here. Anyone but Elliot. Um, it's, I don't know if it's, if it's true or not. Um, but, again, I can tell you that the invitation came, my invitation came from Buttigieg's office. Yeah, I, I, to me, just off the top of my head, uh, I, th- I think they should have gave my heads up, said, look, uh, don't know if you're aware of it, uh, but he's uh, the secretary of what, transportation. Howard, is that what yes, it is? Transportation. He, yeah. You know, he's coming to Wheeling. I, I, I think uh, all the big shots should have known. And uh, whether if you want to come yeah, in, I'm fine. not sure. I'm not sure they didn't. I mean, I'm not sure that I, I, I'm again. Randy, I know, listen, sometimes text me and let me know. Did you get an invitation? Were you made aware? I shouldn't say invitation, but were you made aware that Buttigieg was coming? Um, there was a big roundtable discussion at, at uh, River City. And there were a lot of community leaders involved, um, business people, uh, political folks, and so on. I, I, I was invited. I was not there. So I don't know. So you are a big shot, Howard. You got the I, invite. I got the invite. I got the, and, again, I debated it. Uh, pr- first of all, we weren't on the air, and I just wanted to have a little bit of time to not be, you know, um, I just wanted to have a little bit of time to myself since we were off the air. And then, secondly, Buttigieg was taking a walking tour of the city. And not of the city, but of the streetscape. And I don't know where it started, but I think, like, it was going to walk from 10th Street down to the River City. Uh, I, y'all know me. I ain't uh, <laughs> Walking tours are not my, <laughs> not my strength or my strong point, so uh, I did not, uh, did not do that. Uh, all right, the text line is open, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. If you want to use it, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. Um, I appreciate all the calls and texts that we got in the past week about where have you been. I hope you're okay. You're welcome to send those in, but truthfully, we're fine. Everything's okay. Everything's good. You know, don't really need a lot of And uh, I'm really sorry that, you know, we, I could tell by the calls. When you call my house and I don't know who you are, <laughs> you know, I feel bad because people were concerned, Howard, number one. And plus, you know, they want to know what's going on, you know, kind of like the inquiring minds. You want to know what the hell's going on out there. To the last texter who said, sorry you didn't retire, Howard. Um one of the a couple of things were nice having the week off. My wife and I had breakfast almost every day together. That was nice. And uh, my wife, I joined my wife in taking Teddy to his uh, summer camps um, up at the Schrader Center last week. And when he got in the car, Teddy looked at me and said, "Granddad, did you retire?" <laughs> and every day he would ask me, "Granddad, are you retired now?" Because I, you know, I kept, Granddad never takes. I pick him up every day. But Granddad never takes him to 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 camp or to school. Uh, first word out of his mouth when he got in the car: "Granddad, did you retire?" And my kids kept asking me, "Are you um, are you um, are you going to work tomorrow?" <laughs> and I kept telling him, "I don't know. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see what tomorrow brings." Uh, one more text. Uh, I'm going to just share this simply because of it's somebody positive. Thrilled you both are back. I'm sick of hoppy reruns. All right. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I appreciate that. And one more. What is this? Let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. Is that Adam, by the way? It is. All right. Hang on just one second. No, I want to scratch that. Oh, oh. Okay. But that's. That's enough, huh, Howard? No, no. It's something. You, it's off the air. We don't have uh, business stuff to talk okay, about. Okay. Good business. Business stuff to talk about. All right. 741, 19 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Poor Adam Fike every night. Hey, Adam. I would say, I would say, uh, send a text or a tweet, actually. Adam, uh, not on tomorrow. Not on tomorrow. Not on tomorrow. At one point he said, you know, this is why we can't have nice things. We <laughs> but, Adam, we are back. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Howard. How are you? <laughs> well, I'm back. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I'm glad to be back. It's good to be working and all that kind of good stuff. On the other hand, sure was nice to get up at my own schedule and 
have breakfast and take my grandson to camp and stuff. But but here we are. We're back again. Well, that is nice. I don't know about you, but once I have a day of that, I'm like, well, now that I've done what I want to, I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, no, no. After I had a day of it, I thought to myself, I'd kind of like another day and then another day. <laughs> and then I, I did, in all seriousness, think to myself, because I, I think about retirement. I am of retirement age. I could easily say I'm done. And I thought about that. But then I say to myself, what would I do with myself all day? I mean, I really, what would I do with myself all day? You're going to drive Nancy crazy is what you're going to do well, all that's day, the, And she's going to drive me crazy. I've said it, and I say it with love. My wife and I have a, have a great working schedule. I'm on the air, oftentimes out to lunch. So I, 6, 6 a.m. to 1 p.m., my time, radio business. Her time to do, you know, whether it's shopping, laundry, visiting with her girlfriends, whatever she wants, whatever. And then after 1 o'clock, we get together, pick up Teddy, take him to uh, pick him up from school, we play with him and so on. So we have half a day together and half a day away. That works just fine. And we don't get on each other's nerves too much that way. I don't know. We had a good week last week. We went to breakfast every day. But I don't know that I could or she could put up with me every day, all day long, I say so. Anyways, Adam, I'm sorry we just had to keep putting you off and putting you off last week. But here we are now. Looks like uh, heat is going to be the word of the week, huh? Ooh, oh, boy. It's going to be the hottest it's been so far this year. Uh, today, not terrible. Uh, Mid-80s today with clear skies. But um, each day we're going to ratchet up a couple more degrees till we get nicely into the 90s, right? Yeah, it's just going to... It's just like slowly walking into the pool. It's not bad at first. And then it just slowly, you're like, okay, this is kind of bad, especially by the time we get to Thursday and Friday when both days are going to be in the 90s, dew points in the 70s. It's just going to feel yucky. Yucky. Hold on. I'm going to write that down. The official forecast of the day of the week, yucky. It's going to yucky. be yucky. Yeah. Um, we kind of got away from the heat there for a week or two. We had that uh, oppressive heat uh, several weeks ago, and then it was not too bad. Now it's coming back again. The rest of the country is still suffering, parts of the country still suffering from that very high heat. I think Texas and Arizona, some of those folks are still doing triple-digit heat days, right? Oh, my goodness. I, I can't even imagine. I, I complain when it gets above, like, 70. <laughs> <laughs> 70. You've heard me say this. 72, to me, is my perfect temperature. 72 is the perfect temperature with a light breeze, if at all possible. That's perfect weather. I can live with 80s, 85. I think is, is that is that what you're predicting today? About 85, is that right? Today's that like 84 to 87 range. So okay. I mean, all week's going to be perfect pool weather, really. Right, but then it is going to get hot, and uh, again, ratchet up every day. Let's walk through the forecast. Mostly clear today, right? Mostly clear. To, it's actually going to be mainly clear today through Wednesday. So basically. The way I described it this morning was expect evenings, overnights, and mornings to basically be clear. Okay. During those afternoon hours, all through days today through Wednesday, we'll see those fair weather cumulus clouds start to bubble up. So you're going to see periods of sunshine. You'll see a bit periods of clouds. Still more, definitely more in the way of sunshine than clouds, but definitely going to see those cotton ball looking clouds throughout the afternoon hours. So come that, I would say 3 to 7 p.m. range every day. There's going to be a chance we might see a stray shower try to pop just because of the sunshine, the heat, and the humidity. It's going to be nothing that lasts more than five, ten minutes, then you back to sunshine. That's going to be today, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Okay. And, and, and again, temper and temperatures rise a little bit every day, right? Yep, just a degree or two every day. Wheeling 86, Tuesday 87, Wednesday 89. So by the time we get to Thursday, Friday, everyone in the 90s. Um, and uh, so you say up to Thursday, beginning on Thursday, what's the rest of the week look like? Okay, Thursday, Friday, both days are going to be partly cloudy with that. I would say thick layer of cirrus, so you're still going to see shadows, but it's not going to be completely sunny like it is tomorrow, today through Wednesday. Friday, good news, we have a cold front that comes through Friday that so will bring the return of some showers Friday evening, but it's also going to drop our temperatures a bit, so we go from the mid-90s. I, I hate saying that, mid-90s. Mid-90s on Friday to the mid-80s on Saturday, but that also means good chance we'll see some scattered showers and storms on and off throughout the day Saturday before back to sunshine in the mid-80s on Sunday. It's going to be the weekend. It's the Italian Festival weekend. The Italian Festival will be probably okay. We might see some spotty rain, if I'm understanding you correctly, but it is going to be a hot Italian festival. 
Mm-hmm. Especially Friday. Friday's mainly dry. It's just going to be hot. And oh, that's good. So that's when we're there. It'll be blazing yeah, hot when we're about broadcasting that. live. Yes, exactly. Of course, that's that's the way it should be. C- certainly, yes. <laughs> um, all right. So, and then the Greek Fest actually starts. Bob, am I right? Thursday. Thursday they kick it off. We'll be there at uh, noon from uh, twelve uh, till three. All right. The Grecian Formula Festival uh, on the Thursday. All right, Adam, uh, not too bad. And then looking into next week, uh, will the heat stay? Well, you said it's gonna, starting on Sunday we drop a little bit. Do we begin to drop the rest of the t- week, next, going into the week next week? So as of right now, Climate Prediction Center for the last, so next week, not this week, they're predicting at or just low average temperatures. So the good news is this heat doesn't look to stay long. We just could have that excessive heat Wednesday through Friday. So good news is that's going to be a short-lived period. Okay, sounds good. And Adam, my memory tells me that, you know, the dog days are truly in August. Uh, looking ahead, if, if that happens, we, we might be close to maybe breaking, breaking records on that front, too, if, if we hit a, a big uh, warm spell in August, maybe where it's even hotter than it's going to be this week. We'll see. We'll see. Climate Prediction Center is starting off August a little bit cooler, but I'm curious to see how the next two weeks do. Okay. I just uh, this this weather's been so wacky. I'm just uh, I'm looking for the record breakers, Adam. Oh, nothing's out of the picture except for snow, so that's the good news. <laughs> <laughs> Here's listen. I'm going to say this right now. If we had snow this week, I am retiring. That's because that's <laughs> that's it. it. I'm done. That's it. that's that's it. I'll just make that as clear as I possibly can. Adam, I appreciate your patience with us all last week. Thank you very much. Thank my you, friend. Adam. Good to have you here again today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Talk to you, man. Thank you. It's a dozen till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. The phone lines are open at 304-232-8255. It was the text line open at 304-214-1600. Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline and text line. Howard, it was irresponsible for you to not be on the air. What's up with that, Howard? Irresponsible? Gotta be here, Howard. You might have put something else on. Well, we did have something else on. It wasn't dead air, I don't think. No, it was the morning news. Yeah, one day it was SB Nation. I'm not sure, sure why, but but it was the morning news most of the time. So okay, um, I appreciate that. Did you I, take a vacation, pal? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So, um, it, but irrespons- I get that. You know, some people want me gone. Want you and I gone? Some people want me to turn things over to you. Uh, and many people are saying they, they they felt bad we weren't there. But I irresponsible. Is it irresponsible for us not to have been on the air? Did you check the text? That's not from the Pine Room Boys, is it? Yeah. Well, oh, wait a minute. What, who is Jay? Yeah. Job. Down the oh, hall. Job. Down the hall. <laughs> All right. It's a Slider on Sports Time coming up next. On the last talk line on Metro News, WVU President E. Gordon Gee. Can you foresee any possible circumstance where Bob Huggins would return to WVU as a head basketball coach? No. No, none. All right, that's pretty definitive. Keep up on what's happening in West Virginia. Talk line. Weekdays at 10.06, right here on this Metro News radio station. We'll talk to you then. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care, close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. And equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. 
Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. I left my heart in San Francisco. One of his top best-known songs, right? Yeah, almost, prob- almost probably his, number one. Almost his defining song. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tony Bennett dead at 96 over the weekend, almost made it to 97. And uh, uh, so we're uh, paying tribute to him today with our uh, bumper music all being uh, Tony Bennett music. Safe before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, have you... Uh, you remember how to do this? Uh, you just read my mind, Howard, I think. Okay. I wrote some stuff down here. We'll see. I'm going to give it a try. It's time now for Slider on Sports. Thank you, Howard. Uh, Howard, do you remember two weeks ago we talked about how important it was for the Pittsburgh Pirates to get off to a good start to the second half of the season after the All-Star game? They remember got that? off to a great start at the beginning of the season. Yes. They kind of failed. So, yes, yes. Second, second part of the season. Very important. Let's go. Let's well, go. Let's well, go. they didn't. Uh, go. <laughs> they, they just didn't. Uh, oh. The Pirates, two and seven since the break. They fall to 43-56 and 56 overall. They drop to last place in the National League Central Division. On Sunday, the Bucks lose to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. 7-5 to five, Otani. I can't pronounce his first name, Howard. I'm going to just go with Otani here. Otani Is that right? Otani. Yeah, he hit his uh, major league leading 36th home run of the season. And it might be his last home run at home as a member of the Angels with a trade deadline uh, nearing uh, next week, I believe, the beginning of next week on the 1st. Tyler Anderson pitched into the 7th inning, giving up 8 hits, improving his record to 5-2. and two. Brian Reynolds homered for the Pirates. Pittsburgh in San Diego tonight to face the Padres. Quinn Priester gets his second career start for the Pirates. Yoel Darvich for the Padres. He's 7-6. and six. With a 4.36 ERA first pitch, you'll have to stay up late, 9.40 Eastern time. In Cooperstown, New York, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame welcomed two former players. Scott Rowland and Fred McGriff join all the greats. And Brian Harmon is the winner of this year's British Open. They don't call it the British Open anymore, Howard. You notice that? They call it the Open. Really, it's called the Open? Them stuffy Brits. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to call it the British Open. It's the, we should call it the British Open. That's right. It's the 151st. Right back at you. Uh, 51st British Open. He comes in at 13 under par, winning his first ever major tournament. And Howard, Howard. Yes, fo- yes. Football season is here. Well, almost. The 77th. Well, we had the OVAC. We this did. Weekend. The 77th annual Rudy Mumley OVAC All Star Game. Uh, was Saturday night. We had it right here on the Watchdog Network. West Virginia. Remember the days, Howard, that West Virginia always got creamed? They couldn't, they couldn't, couldn't do they, nothing. They couldn't buy a win. They could exactly. not, yes, for the longest of time. Uh, West Virginia does win 13-9, to so congratulations to them. And Wheeling Central High School will induct four new members into their Athletic Hall of Fame. Anybody we might know? Well, let's see. Let me look at the list here, Howard. Floyd Deaton. I don't know Floyd. Mm-hmm. Dave Wojcik. Yeah, I don't know yeah, Dave. Yeah. Penn Kurtz. I know the name. I don't know him. Oh, Basketball here's one. Coach, I think. Here's one, Howard. Yeah. And our leader, our general manager, Kayleen Fitzsimmons Clough. Whoa. Congratulations. Uh, they joined Eric Belancic, Terry Actually Edwards. former employee. Yes. Uh, Jesse Smalder. Uh, they uh, will be in the Hall of Fame 2023 Hall of Fame class, Howard. So congratulations. To all of them, but especially to especially our leader. Especially to the top dog here uh, on the watchdog. Um, and Eric, who I worked with for a lot of years as our sales guy until he decided that radio was. I want to get out of here. <laughs> Do something else instead. Uh, Bob, I don't know if you saw. I'm sorry. Did you give me your cue? Oh, Slider on Sports Time. Howard, how long has it been? We're going to get used to it. Let me see here. Slider on Sports Time, 755. Thank you. Um, You probably saw last week Wheeling Council had a request from uh, Sean Duffy, local library guy, historian, and members of the family of Chuck Howley to name the ball fields at Garden Park and more with the Chuck Howley Field. Council didn't, they simply heard the request. They haven't voted on it. Uh, the Intel editorializes saying this would be the easiest win the council could get in 2023. I, I agree. I mean, to me, what took you so long, just because he's, it took him so long to put him in the Hall of Fame, we knew, we knew how great he was around here. And Howard, 
if Chuck Howley would have never played it down in the NFL, I truly believe they should have named that field after him anyway. The things that he accomplished at WVU, all the sports, the gymnastics and stuff that nobody knows about that he just went down there and owned, the guy was just tremendous. And probably the greatest athlete ever to come out of Wheeling. Uh, five-time all-pro linebacker for the Cowboys. And, of course, the, the one that always is mentioned – Super Bowl MVP, uh, his team didn't win. From a losing team, the only player from a losing team to ever be named the most valuable player in the Super Bowl. I, I'm i with the uh, intel, as they say. I can't conceive of how – I mean, why don't you just go, bam, let's do it. I mean, it just that makes sense to me. Unless they have uh, other plans to honor him someplace else, but that would be – Certainly a, 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 a good thing to do. Before my time, Howard, I would think that he played a lot on that field. You know, growing up in Warwood, right? I was, yeah, he's a Warwood native. Uh, it's a no-brainer, yes. Warwood Can't, High. You know, next business, let's move on. That's, yes. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Uh, his cousin, Sally Beatty, uh, talked to counsel and uh, noted that Chuck Howley Field at Garden Park should make us all proud. Makes me proud. I like that. I, I would com- completely uh, agree. Cal- this is interesting. Uh, the Cowboys organization planning a documentary on Howley, and part of it was filmed in Warwood. Awesome. Can't so wait that to see is, that. Um, that's really cool. Again, this is Sally Beatty, his cousin. If the Dallas Cowboys can honor Chuck Howley, a Warwood boy, it will be a shame if his own hometown wouldn't think of him as a great role model for kids. Again, I, I haven't talked to anybody from council because I stayed out of politics all last week, but I, I, it's, I can't conceive of why they just wouldn't. You know, they w- probably could have done it right then, except they have to get a resolution prepared. And it, I, if I'm wrong, what could, what would what could any how could anybody object? What would be the objection? I don't see how anybody could, other than well, you know, don't want to change the name. Maybe we'll add it. No, no, no. It, again, it, it should have been done a, a while ago. Uh, Seven fifty-eight, two till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Next hour, uh, Moundsville Monday. Uh, the city manager, the mayor for Moundsville Monday, uh, coming up. We'll talk about. Things that are happening in the mound town. We're going to go into the skies and talk about UFOs in the 9 o'clock hour, part of the 9 o'clock hour. And we're going to talk a little bit about why do we all, every time there's a UFO story, everybody, no matter what they tell us, we have no indication these are alien uh, presences, nothing that suggests extraterrestrial life. We Everybody still goes, do you think there's aliens? From, aren't they really flying saucers from space? Why do we have that feeling? Um, we'll talk about that coming up uh, later on. And, of course... Barbenheimer weekend. The big Barbenheimer weekend. The Barbie and Oppenheimer uh, movies open to raving reviews and gigantic box office. All of us coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 64 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 61 degrees at the Highland. 60 at uh, Poolside and Elm Grove. And 62 at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling here in the heart of the Ohio Valley. And when DC When I come home to you San Francisco WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville.